0: Welcome to the Final Boss Bosscast. We've got a bit of a special for you today. Instead of four or five blokes around me talking about a bunch of different stuff, we've just got two blokes talking about a bunch of different stuff. So today we're going to be chatting about Jaws because it is the 45th anniversary of the movie coming out. Uh, today I've got Sean with me. Hello, Sean. Hello, James. So you are quite a fan of this film, aren't you? Yes, I like it a lot. I, 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 so I watched it literally what was it, Friday, so two days ago, and it just, its yeah, I don't think it's a good film for, just for the 75, it's a good film for the current I era. Any? Have you got any idea why
1: you think that might be? I think um, it's a little bit of everything, really. Um, it's a really cool subject, so, especially if you see it when you're young, I think, like, yes. to one of those things like dinosaurs or, like, other wild animals, just like one of those exotic creatures, that if you have a film about them, that's always going to be cool. Um, it's cool really good characters, really good setting, um, just the whole package really.
0: I think that idea of seeing it young is actually quite important because I watched it with my partner and she's obviously in her 20s now. She's never seen it before. And I think a lot of that kind of special drama, especially like with um, Jurassic Park is like as well, like that drama of seeing the monsters is kind of lost on her because obviously the special effects are a bit dated now. That's probably the only thing that's dated about this film, I think. And the fact that you know, got the rubber shark, and she can't, she does like, she was lacking maybe a bit of the imagination that you'd have as a child watching this and kind of believe the believability of it. I think something is definitely lost there. So, it's a great, it is a great film, I think, seeing when you're young.
1: Yeah, I was trying to work out, I, mean, I don't know when I first saw it, but I guess I was like eight, nine, ten, something like that, probably, probably on videotapes off the TV. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so then you've just got this like giant shark causing havoc, which when you're a kid, probably like not even scary scary i don't think it's just
0: like the the chase almost and the yeah it's the i I think it's the excitement of seeing this kind of gigantic creature that's so dangerous and like terrorizing yeah like I say, it's not really a scary film except for that except for the one scene which i'm sure sticks out in everyone's mind when the the head floats out of the of the boat other than that there's no real scares in it i don't think
1: no because most of the threat is in your mind because you don't see a whole lot of the shark. Really, you don't see him for ages, like
0: no. well into the second
1: half of the film.
0: There's an interesting thing about that. Like that, I think that is one of the things that makes this such a great monster movie, and I think a lot of monster movies have learned from this. When you see the monster too early and you see a lot, it kind of loses that um that sense of threat, doesn't it? Because it becomes very real rather than this sort of like thing that's kind of lurking. You don't know it's going to hit
1: you. Yeah, because and that's why. The water setting, I think, is so important. So many times you get like, that kind of camera shot where you're just like on top of the, the surface of the water, so your head's just above water. You've got no idea what's underneath, what's around you. You can't hear what's coming. And they do, like, they create so much tension just through that, I think, just with, like, the idea of what might be out there.
0: It's really interesting that this is... That was never actually the plan. Apparently, the plan was to have the shark seen a lot more. But Billberg just hated the rubbery shark and thought it didn't look real, and it didn't have enough of a presence to be like look dangerous so he cut it out of a lot of the film just because it like he thought if it appeared it would kind of ruin the film and i guess he and he was definitely right about that um what the film would have been like if that had not been the case if like spielberg had loved the sharp and been like oh this is great we'll put it in all the scenes like would it have been a worse film
1: i don't know if it would have been a worse film necessarily it would have been a different film i think
0: yeah i suppose it'd be hard
1: to say once you've seen it i guess and once you revealed it, then I guess you lose a little bit of the suspense because if you go into jaws, you see the poster you go you turn up and see it for the first time, you think you're going to see a shark film, and you don't really see a shark for like an hour and a quarter, I think it is
0: no you don't, and it does definitely build a kind of mystery around it, and then it ma- it does make the reveal as well of the shark because i I think the first time we see the shark is it's in the the pond, isn't it?
1: yeah but even then it's like it's more shadowy underwater really and it's only like the very top of his head i think
0: yeah so i think the, then the first major shot is when um brody is trying to un he's trying to do something he's, he's doing the chum like i think isn't he yeah the,
1: you're going to need a bigger boat
0: and he just appears yeah and it's i think both of those scenes i think obviously the one where you see the shark completely but even the one where you see him underwater and you get the size and the scale but also just like the you finally sort of get the reveal of the, the actual threat. I think that moment's so powerful in that film. I, I actually That's one of my favourite moments in the whole film, when you see it just swimming under the boat.
1: Yeah, because it's the first time, it's basically the size of the boat, isn't it? Three men are out on a boat, and the shark is big as the boat that they've gone out on, which is why I guess he says you're going to need a bigger boat.
0: I love that. So I, do you know that that line was Adlin? I do. Which is fantastic because apparently they spent, and they, they love that line so much, but apparently they spent ages of time uh, trying to work out whether or not they would be legally allowed to use it because obviously they had have, they have to like check where he found it. But apparently he found it on like a gravestone in Ireland, so they're like, yeah, we can probably steal that. <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> yeah. But that's the, I mean, that's a fantastic line. It's obviously the most memorable line of the film. And yeah, it just builds that scene brilliantly. Like so, what would what would you say? Like, are your have you got like a favourite standout scene in that film?
1: I think it's almost the one you just mentioned. So you go like, I think it's the July the fourth weekend. Like that whole sequence. So um, like the mayor especially is really determined to have the beaches open, have um people in the sea. So he persuades like um the older couple and their grandkids, I guess, to go out in the water.
0: It's such an amazing scene where they just literally like get up so somber, like oh shit but we've got to do this because we've got yeah, a safe place. Yeah, so... yeah, and they're just like, it's literally like a scene in the Titanic where they're going off and they're like, well, we know we're fucked, but we've got to do this. And they yeah. just pick up their kids and they're like, all right.
1: So they go into the water and then you get the scare with the kids with the cardboard fins on their um, yes on their backs. And like, somebody screams at the shark, oh, no, it's in the pond. And, like, he has that kind of look where he goes, like, oh, here we go again. Yeah. What's this? And then um, his wife says to him, michael's in the pond and then there's like that up uh, that next look of realization that and horror i guess that his son is in the pond and that's where the shark is now he starts sprinting and that poor bloke you just mentioned j- just now he loses his leg see the shark for the first time brody's son nearly gets eaten and that's what kind of sparks him off to go and get quint and decide actually we're gonna have to go and hunt this thing and kill
0: it yeah yeah especially the moments after as well like the kid in shock and then in the hospital and everything it really kind of Obviously there's been some deaths and stuff before, but it's when it it's the first time that it hits the characters that we've come to know really. Because obviously the first kill is um the woman out at sea and there's not a lot you don't really have a lot of connection to that kill at all. It's quite in in all honesty that is a that scene's quite interesting and it's quite it's quite amusing watching the back if I'm honest, because it's oh it's it's like apparently what they did was they tied some I think ropes to her feet. And then she was sort of, Yeah, I saw this. Yeah, she was like buoyed up and then approached the feet, and then they, people would pull on either side, so she'd be thrashed about. But it just it goes on a little bit too long, and her screams are a little bit too, like. It's, yeah, it's a little bit. Eventually, it becomes a little comical. I think if it'd been quicker, it would have been obviously. It's a very brutal scene, but the fact that she's just above water for so long, being hurled about, it's quite. Yeah, it's a little bit dragged out. Yeah,
1: and then the second. Um... Second one, I think, is the kid, isn't it, on the life
0: raft? Which yes.
1: Is, again, you don't really see much of the actual. Um,
0: well, actually, the, actually, the second kill is the poor dog who gets eaten. Oh, yeah, the dog. And it's just and it's just yeah. he's just got his uh, it The kid. Um, yeah. Like the impact from
1: the kid is almost like the aftermath of like um, yeah. after the funeral when his mum comes and gives him a good slap when that... he finds out that um he knew that there'd already been a shark attack, which is always. Well, obviously comes across as really harsh given that he was he wanted to close the beaches and stuff and he got overridden
0: yeah i think that is one of my that is another one of my favorite scenes in that it it just builds his character so well because he kind of he doesn't retaliate he doesn't say well it's not me but doesn't start blaming he literally takes it like a champ He, he just she's having a go at him the mayor's right there he could be saying like, "It's not me. I didn't do this. I said I wanted to close the beach. The mayor's here. He just doesn't say anything. He doesn't have a go at her. He doesn't. He just completely just lets her have her moment because she's obviously in mourning, and it really kind of shows. I think a, like a quality in that's quite important to the rest of the story in his character. So I really like that. scene. I also really like the fact that apparently the uh, the bereaved mother couldn't. The actor couldn't do a fake slap convincingly no, so good in the wwe yes yeah, so she just kept slapping him and just kept slapping him like in the take so apparently they just kept doing the take and he just kept getting whacked in the face yeah i saw like one take she knocked his glasses off yeah. <laughs> it really going for it. it's a very upsetting it's a very upsetting time for her yeah i think one of one of my other fa- i think my favorite scene of the entire film is the uh indianapolis um T- um, speech by Quint because that is such a harrowing um, story and obviously because it's a true story as well I don't know how, I don't know in terms of numbers of people that died I don't know how many you know, compared to what he says because he says like uh, over a thousand people went in and like 300 came out, I don't know if that's actually true but I do know that it's a true story that it got sunk and then they are all in the water and the sharks just kept coming and just taking them all away but the way he describes it is just so vivid and so powerful that obviously you don't need to have that shown. You don't need to have them in the water and like have a flashback moment like you might do in a modern film where they can do it more easily. You can just have him say it, but his speech is so good that it's really quite and I, I love the moment that like Hooper as well, like he's laughing and joking around and having a great time and he's just messing around. And then he mentions this and his face just fucking drops.
1: And he's like, oh <laughs> shit. Yeah and um there's a couple of interesting things about that. One I think is that the first time they did it, um Robert Shaw replaced Quint went right into character and
0: did it drunk. Yeah
1: didn't come out so well, so I had to do it again.
0: Yes, I heard that. that you had to like, call Spielberg and be like, you need to give me another shot at this.
1: And um apparently it's one of the ideas that they talked about for the sequel. Oh, really? They make it made a, a prequel, I guess, like about the Indianapolis and
0: that kind of sharp wow. I don't... Yeah, that would be interesting. It's been one of those movies where it's just like one location for the entire time. Like what was it buried or something? Where you're literally just, just in one place, no, never leaving it. I don't. I wonder how that would have turned out because by the, the story sounds very like harrowing and like really a horrible time to experience. Yeah, but quite bleak, I think. Be incredibly bleak. But like, like you said, like they literally got they bundled up, they got in the water, and they started smashing around like to try and scare off the sharks. And that's basically all that happened. I don't, I'm not sure that would have really worked in a movie. But then they made 127 hours, didn't they? Where that guy was stuck in a rock for like. 127 hours. That's the. I can't remember. Was it James Franco, isn't that? Uh, stu- I haven't seen that one. Oh, he, so basically, it was a real story of that guy. There's a guy who went mountaineering or climbing somewhere, and he got stuck. His arm got stuck under a rock. And yeah, it was, He had to store
1: his own arm. Off, that it,
0: yes, he basically it broke. So, yeah, he's stuck there for ages, and eventually he runs out of water, he runs out of food, he's got no hope, and he's just like, the only chance of survival is. is um he's got a pen knife with him so he cuts and saws his own arm off. He was stuck under there. He was stuck there for 127 hours before he escaped. So that's why it's called a movie that, that's why it's called 127 hours. But yeah, I mean it's just in one location doing one very specific thing. So I suppose it could work as a film. I don't know if it'd be as gripping as the jaws we have or the sequels.
1: <laughs> or oh, the sequels we'll get to them.
0: <laughs> yes. Um but no, there it that is a very that is a great scene um
1: so which of the three characters do you like best
0: i was just literally about to ask you that mine is definitely hooper
1: i think that's everybody's
0: answer yes Um, why would you so what's what's your favorite character
1: i think it's hooper as well because i think um like when you first see him like when you're really young quinn just seems like a really scary old man yeah it doesn't have to be anything to do with him i don't think and like brody is kind of but this I guess the kind of serious
0: yeah, the, the serious one he's just like the thing I was thinking about is that all the main characters in this, so obviously Brody, Hooper, um, Quint, and the mayor as well, they're all archetypes, right, so you've got um the you got the mayor that only cares about votes and you know people liking him, you've got the chief who's like quite stoic. Um he's like kind of emotionless, but he gets the job done. He cares about his people. You've got the crazy old sea captain who's like he's seen way too many things in his life. Um then you got Hooper who is a scientist, he's quite eccentric, but I think he's got a lot I think he goes a bit his character goes a bit further. Like he's he's quite sassy, he's isn't he? He's quite um he's, he brings quite a lot of the humour to it. What I think is interesting is
1: like when I was looking at it for this, is like their ages, so when they made this, Hooper, Richard Dreyfuss played him, was about twenty-six. Right now, he looks way older than that to me. Yeah, time. but in theory, like he's like the one, I guess, the young one, the cool one. He's just out of college. Obviously, he's a bit of a rich kid. He's got all this kind of high-tech, well, for the time, science stuff, um, and he just goes around like hunting sharks and stuff. So he's like the cool one. Yeah. And then Quinn, although I said like he's like the crazy old man, he was only about forty-eight when they made this. Uh, yeah, that's... seems insane. It does, doesn't it? Um, and then Brody, like you said, like, he's, the, he's kind of dedicated to his job, sees it for Uber. Bit dull, maybe?
0: Yes, he doesn't have a lot of depth to him. I don't think... I don't think many of them do. They, like I said, they're quite kind of... They're kind of archetypes of the, the roles that they have in society. Whereas maybe... It's
1: probably like a really interesting backstory there to Brody, like why he left New York, where I guess like high crime... Yeah, um, and stuff to go out to this little, little island where like there's not a lot of, well, usually not a lot of exciting stuff happening. You'd imagine.
0: Yeah, there's that. You get that little kind of taste of it when he gets drunk and he's like, you know, how out here I can make a difference. You know, out here there's no murders and I can like in New York you solve a crime and no one cares. So you have that kind of. It's a very quick snapshot, and there's the bits the bits at home as well, and like obviously his fear of the water, but the fact that he's on an island. But again, they're not—they're not fleshed out at all.
1: No, um, they just kind of get on with it, I guess, don't they? Yeah. So I think it's quite it's two hours. It's quite lean, I think. So like, they do just kind of get through the action pretty fast.
0: Yeah, and there's a lot of action going on, so I suppose there isn't a lot of time for the—the the story progresses very quickly. I always forget how long they're out—they're out on the boat for them cause, it's only about forty minutes, I think, isn't it? Yeah, but it's quite so they're out on the boat like that's over the the Course of like, oh, yeah, you mean in terms of real time, yeah, in terms of, yeah, the out. No, I mean, no, I mean, in terms of the runtime, so like, say, 40 minutes of the, like this, this movie that happens over a few days, and basically they go out in the afternoon, I think, and then they, they're back by early, like, in dawn when they kill the shot, but um, very efficient. yeah, very efficient. But it's the, the whole thing of like a lot of different things happen while on the boat, so there is a, a quite, I do just forget that you kind of thinking back to it, I wish to think they go on the boat. They shoot him with the, they shoot with the harpoons that have the um, what what, um, what yeah, the bows on, and then yeah, then he eats Quint. Spoiler alert, um, and that's it. But it kind of it it, it does run a lot longer. I'm not, like I do like that. I do like them all together, but I do always forget that they're out on the boat for quite a long time.
1: Because the film is almost kind of split. It's not equal halves, but it's almost two films really. Because you've got yeah. the whole the island half where there's there's quite a few characters. I guess like the mayor and the wife and the kids and everybody on the beach and stuff and then like the last 40 minutes you only see those three characters and the yes shark. and the shark yes yeah.
0: the star of the show yeah the star um yeah i just i do think i just do think that there's a little, like you say he's like um with hooper he's just a bit he's a bit of a cool cat you know he's just got a bit of extra depth to him where the other characters are quite two-dimensional it's not that i don't like the characters but and i guess maybe that that's not really the important thing in the story. The important thing in the story is the action and the drama that's unfolding. But yeah, we don't. there's a bit
1: more of a. I guess he has some of the, um, like you said, the quirkier moments, like when um, Quinn crushes his beer can and Hooper does his like little polystyrene. Uh,
0: t- yeah, like to mimic him. But it's just things where he like he just argues. With, he just argues with people and just gets it like kind of huffy with everyone. And it's that sort of the mannerisms he has and the sort of like he's clearly. He's clearly not from there, and he doesn't care that he's not from there. No, he's just... Yeah, he's the one who's excited about a 30-foot great shark. Yeah, he's he's there to he's there to do his job, and he doesn't really care what else is happening around him. Um, I really like the fact that he, he's supposed to go on this voyage, but he's just got this great white shark right in front of him, so he's like, I'm going to go for that. Yeah. Um... I find it really interesting that he loves sharks, but he also loves killing sharks.
1: Yeah, maybe... Um... Maybe in the seventies, wasn't as um,
0: yes. well informed as he could have been. No, maybe, maybe not. I don't think. I do. I don't think you'd have someone these days who's like a massive fan of sharks who goes into a, goes into a like a shark killer's hut and sees all these jaws of sharks. And it's like, oh, yeah, that's that's awesome. And they'd be like horrified. So obviously, this is a fantastic film. I yes. absolutely love this film. Everyone, oh, I say everyone loves this film. Not everyone loves it, but most people love this film. Like, but are there any things, are there things about this film that you kind of don't get on board with or you don't really like or maybe want it different?
1: Oh, good question. No, I don't think so. I think, um, like we said, like it's two hours long, but it's, it doesn't feel like it. I don't think it's really, really tight, really efficient. It uses its time to get through everything.
0: Yeah, see, so well. um, I
1: don't think,
0: think there's anything to change. I think there's yeah, the, the I think it's really well paced. Uh, I think that the only thing that I can really think of that I would change in this film is I kind of get it's it's the scene where they're chasing Jaws. Then he's got he's attached to the um he's attached to the barrels and they're chasing after him. And it's quite this tense scene and they're trying to kill this powerful shark has been devouring everyone and the music comes on and it's really upbeat and chirpy and like some sort of like some sort of like um, you know famous five adventure it's like
1: I'm
0: like I'm like that kind of kills some of the danger and the tension in it and the fact like this is a you know they could die here you know they're trying to kill this powerful creature that is they've worked out it's intelligent and it's also trying to kill them and like and it's yeah it's really upbeat and like happy and I'm like is this really the music we want to be like listening to? <laughs>
1: I know exactly where you mean, but I've n- I've never really thought about it that before. Uh. you have probably ruined that moment now.
0: I, <laughs> I hope so. I hope so.
1: Yeah, I, yeah. It's never really bothered me till now. We'll see what happens next time. it's just,
0: yeah, it's 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 one of those things, and I think that's something. That's one of the only things I think that dates it is that because I think that's more of a that sort of music back then was more of um, kind of a tribe of like. I don't want to say adventure films but you know that sort of genre of um you know there's a chase going on and everything so um yeah what what I was thinking was imagine this film was released today right how do you think it would be re- how do you think it would be received
1: I don't see why it shouldn't still be one of the most popular films of all time I think it's I think yeah. obviously obviously then the do you mean today, like with today's technology and stuff, or today is, like a 70s film still?
0: Interesting. Yeah, that's a good point. So I'd say, like, yeah, it'd have to, if it was released today, so let's like say it's a brand new idea for today, um, then yeah, so it'd have the new technology. So the shark would obviously look better, but then the story is the same.
1: I don't, I mean, I'm going to shock you and say that I don't know a lot about shark tracking and stuff, but I imagine they'd be able to
0: kind of search for it in a
1: more efficient way, maybe.
0: Yeah, see. So yeah, i yeah, definitely. And I guess I guess the whole idea of going out to kill the shark would probably be seen as um yeah, not not very in keeping with modern times, I guess.
1: Like yeah, maybe. I mean I imagine like the beach would be full of people with their
0: camera phones out, hoping to um yes. catch an image of <laughs> something yes yeah, so i think i think that's i think yeah if it was released today i think it would then feel like a dated idea so it, the, the sharks are monsters because jaws actually kind of changed the to- the image of sharks didn't it
1: yeah so it obviously built up a lot of hate i guess for them a lot of like, <laughs> yes so it, um, an anti-shark movement i guess
0: yeah it did it really did so it, it like resulted in a lot of um calls of sharks and the shark, like when sharks were attacked it became this whole, like, it became a thing to go out and just kill off sharks to stop it happening again.
1: Because the, um, the writer of the book, I think, like, really regretted that after, afterwards and then, like, in his later years, spent a lot of time, like, doing conservation stuff.
0: Yeah, massively regret it and spent, yeah, let's just say he spent a good chunk of his life, devo- he was devoted to kind of reversing the image of the shark because a Jaws is obviously, it's a movie a sort of a monster movie but the monster is really society and mainly the mayor who kind of doesn't think about the risks and is more concerned with making money and uh, opinions than the risk factors involved with people and i guess back in the day when you watched it you kind of saw it as the shark was the villain but jaws has then become this sort of this entity that has then changed so changed the way, the way people think because out of the back of it, sharks were then punished basically for being jaws, and then there was a lot of conservation efforts that went into changing the opinion amongst people of what sharks are and how they behave. And then you watch it again, and you're just like, "Well, this is just a predator in its natural environment hunting, and we're sort of getting in the way, and then we're not being considerate of." And the may has not been considering a, like this predator and like it doing its natural behavior. obviously jaws is a little bit different because I don't think a shark would try and bite, bite its way through a boat to eat brody inside the, the cabin. but to a point it has like it's almost jaws has almost changed its own image. it's kind of come full circle from this being this evil shark to you know it being like society that's um kind of what would you call it? Uh, I've lost the word for it, like chasing down this shark that kind of these days you would definitely treat it differently.
1: Yes, yeah, so I assume like these days, I guess, they would put some kind of tracker on it and just wait for it to go away probably.
0: Yeah, for sure. There would be... On to... well, I, suppose, I suppose it depends what country it happens in, to be fair. I don't. In America, I don't think they would allow people to go out and slaughter the shark and go out hunting random sharks to kind of get revenge. But it is, yeah, it's how the... like. the movie changed but really had an impact on that um and it was just a case of how a negative impact came out of the the film which turned into a lot of sharks dying and then out of that negative impact conservation came about it's quite positive so it's a really it's a really interesting legacy for jaws okay so we talked about um okay so we talked about like the author and like the the, obviously the writer of the book who kind of really regretted how jaws um changed the image of sharks um, so obviously this this came from a book. I don't actually I know fuck all about this book. So, but you've yes. read it.
1: Yes, and you only read fantasy, so it's
0: okay if I spoil it. Right? Absolutely, you can go right ahead and spoil this. Is it? So let's is...
1: get your take on a couple of um, big big things from the um, from the book that aren't in the film. So, firstly, Hooper, um, in between arriving to check out the shark and going off on New Yorker, yep.
0: has time for an affair with Mrs. Brody. Wow. Wow, yeah. They... Oh, Matt. that would really, that really changes that whole, the dynamic of her being really like the supportive wife that is kind of helping him. <laughs> yeah, they
1: have time for a date and a little motel rendezvous. Oh, goodness. Um, which, and a, which Brody is a little bit suspicious about, and um, there's a lot more tension between
0: them in the book. Um, they don't get on really very well. Okay, so that also changes, because they're quite a sense of, especially between those two, is like a sense of comradeship. Like, it's those two against the rest of the town trying to solve this and trying to sort this out. And, like, that whole idea of an affair kind of really ruins that.
1: Yeah, so, and obviously, I was saying before about the age things. Yeah, so they have a little bit of an affair. And the other, like, thing is um, the mayor. So, in the film, he's he's more misguided, I think, or is that the right word? Rather <laughs> than, like, um, sinister or... Yeah. Just like a bastard. Yeah, he's
0: he's not he's not out. He's not evil. He's not uncaring. He just he's not thinking properly. He's not. He's just like this is like this oh, this invisible thing that he doesn't really think is a problem. So he's just trying to kind of salvage things. Very similar to what's going on. At the moment.
1: In the book, one of the reasons he's so keen to like keep the economy going is because the um, he's kind of fluent mafia who oh, right. owns a lot of the property on. Um, Amatee. So, there's like a, a little bit more story about that. That is a lot more sinister.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So he's that's his motivation as much as anything to keep everything open and running. But if he doesn't, then he's going to be in big trouble with the mafia.
0: Wow. Okay. Yeah. So again, that is quite a, that's quite a difference to what's going on. It's, there's no innocence involved in that. There's it's not just no. sort of, it's not blind ignorance. He's really got a sort of um, strategy going on, doesn't it? But that obviously
1: would have made the film, both of those two things, I think, would have added a lot more complexity
0: to the, to the film. Um, I don't know how they would have fitted it all in, to be honest. I think, from, what the, from the sounds of it, the film definitely benefits from not having these elements. So
1: there, I guess, in terms of like the ongoing storylines, two of the biggest ones, and then just a couple of bits about the ending, one massive spoiler coming: Hooper dies in the book.
0: Yes, I've heard of this. Because <laughs> he was, su- so cause he's supposed to you, buy the one who makes it back. Because he's supposed to die. He was supposed to die in the film as well, wasn't it? Yeah, I didn't know that until today. Yes, he was supposed. They were supposed to. He was supposed to be killed off, but cause of the uh... That's a really cool footage of an empty cage. <laughs> yes, they got. i because they were filming a live shark um out somewhere I don't know to um to then cut in to make the underwater scene look a bit more realistic. And the shark then attacked the cage, destroyed it, but they left a gap, I think, or something. So then they had this idea of Hooper escaping. But originally he was Jaws was supposed to go in and just rip him to pieces. Yeah, which is basically what happens. Like it goes into the shark cage and
1: the shark yeah. Annihilates him. Annihilates him. The last one is like the ending is much more of a um, kind of a damp squib, I guess, in the book basically Excellent crazy. phrase. Yeah, thank you. He is um on the boat like in the film, with the shark coming at him. Yep. And the shark just dies. What? It's full of I guess holes from harpoons and gunshots All and right. stuff and just in at the last moment he's swimming along
0: and that's it. That's a very war of the worlds ending, isn't it? Shark just dies. Just dies. Just yeah. no like um what pressure canister in its mouth to explode or anything that's in that's interesting i do quite i do quite like that if i'm honest this idea that they eventually like, they've just sort of worn it down and worn it down and it's just i enough. it's even more realistic than a canister in his mouth that he blows up by shooting it um it's not very 70s action film is it
1: no that was the one of the best like one of the funnier bits I think in the movie is like they're going after it with
0: harpoons and all this stuff and then like Brody gets out his tiny little pistol to yeah like... have a go at it why not it's amazing as well that he does he does get some decent shots on like in the, through the head and you're like surely that would surely that would happen like it's a in the, in
1: the book all those shots take their toll and um, they do the job eventually
0: I'd be interested to know if we could talk to a great white expert if you shoot in the head you know above water is it gonna die <laughs> How thick is its skin? I don't know. If someone could email him. (laughs) Please? Um, I'm glad I think they they let Hooper live. I think it would have been a bit too depressing
1: if like two thirds of the group had um, been killed by the shark.
0: Yeah, I think it's a nice kind of ending in a way. Like after all this havoc that's been caused that he just sort of pops up and they just sort of laugh. And I also like that thing where just when he asks about Quint and he's just like, no. And they just, that laughter kind of just disappears. And they just... Paddle back to shore. And they just paddle back to shore. It's it it is it's weird to say oh it's a nice ending after everything that happened, but it just it is like a kind of just a a nice little final moment and then obviously just it's the beach and it's the credits and it kind of ends very suddenly. Which I i also think is quite good because you could have like gone back and then had like a celebration and been like, Oh the shark's dead and blah blah but it just like you don't need that. You don't. Which I think a lot of a lot. I think a lot of like lesser films might have done that. Just trump's like had that sort of glory moment at the end, but this yeah, was. Like you didn't have to see like reunited with his wife or yeah. kids or anything. You just people going back yeah. and people going back and playing on the beach and everything's fine yeah. and the town's doing well. You don't really know what happens after this. Like, does does the town still suffer suffer because so many people die? Like, what happens to the mayor? Do you know? Does he is he does he kind of stay? Does he manage to keep his job, or does everyone kick him out? You know, well, like...
1: James. Oh, lovely transition. Hold on to
0: the sequels. Wait, well done. Because I... unbelievably, four years later, he is still the mayor of Amity. Amazing. So just, Amazing. just, just so people know, I haven't, I haven't seen or know anything about these sequels. So is I'm... that just
1: like luck? Like you've obviously liked the first film, but you've never been tempted to see.
0: The Honest, sequels? honestly, I think it's because I came to Jaws when I was um i think i must have seen it when i was maybe 12 or 13 or whatever and by that point i was sort of like i think i was for some reason i was sort of aware that the jaws series the, the other films were seen as like lesser movies and you know in that sort of same context where they're not seen as like on the same level and they're not so i i know that they do have because they have roles reprised don't they right
1: yeah so in two, the mayor is back uh brody is back um I think he was contractually obliged. I don't right. know, I'm not sure. It sounds like he was that keen on coming back, but he had to. And his wife comes back.
0: So I just basically, I just think I knew that this, that Jaws was this great, singular standalone film that sort of has had this amazing legacy, and the other films are considered not to have anywhere near the same sort of legacy. So I've just never even, I honestly just never even considered watching them. I was just like, I've seen Jaws. I'm not going to watch the other ones because they're like, you know, Sharknado two. <laughs> I haven't seen
1: Nate that too, so maybe they're not, but I think they're a little bit better than that. So in the second one, Martin is still the chief of police, same mayor, um, the kids are a little bit older, and basically a nub shark turns up on um, Amity. What are the chances? What are the chances? So it's a bit more of like a teen horror. um, So you've got Martin's two kids and a load of their friends basically take a load of sailboats out, um, do some sailing, um, and yeah get attacked by a shark and uh, classic classic yeah and martin doesn't like um the water obviously um takes out the police boat oh that's happened in the four years since the first film the police department have a a, like a little speedboat now oh nice and then he goes out to rescue them really after the shark is kind of um gradually revealed again so Although you see a bit more of him, it's not clear straight away that um, it's the shark that's doing all the damage. Martin is convinced straight away that there's another shark, um, but there's a couple of missing divers. Um, there's a like a jet skier and, um, and its boat that um, get taken down. Um, but
0: guess what? The mayor's not having any of it. Uh, okay, so does it explain how he manages to keep his job? no wow okay <laughs> the mayor's just like the mafia A boating
1: accident <laughs> for god's sake but um yeah so a few of the kids get taken out the shark um, takes down like a little police helicopter
0: um, what is it what with an rpg it's like, a little,
1: it's like a little um helicopter it's got like i don't know what you call them like little floats so that it can land on water right yeah yeah um it takes that down how um Oh, I don't know, just like dives out of the water like it does, big mouthful and pulls it under. Amazing. Um, um, and then eventually um Martin electrocutes it. Right. Okay.
0: So this is, this is feeling a little bit more Hollywood already. Absolutely. Like with the with the shark jumping out and attacking a helicopter and the electric, yeah, electrocution of the teenagers and everything. What is the how are the effects? What's the shark like?
1: Um, it, it's a bit more realistic, I think, than it's not as rubbery as the
0: okay.
1: first one. But well, they they burn it quite early, so it gets like shot with like a flare. Right, um, it, it survives, but it's also really scarred on one side, so it's like even more evil looking, I guess. So
0: in Jaws, the original Jaws, um, the shark is kind of it's menacing and it's a, a bit more aggressive than a normal shark, but it's not like. In, insane, right? It's not like um, I don't know, like the Meg, where right? <laughs> that shark is just mental. Um, is this shark and is this, is this shark? Does it seem like a real shark, or is it again becoming more like a Hollywood villain? It's it's getting closer, I
1: think. In that, it'll obviously, it's attacking boats still, um, attacking helicopters. It's just like chasing people around, basically. Um, so, definitely getting more Hollywood. Getting more Hollywood. Um, I thing I should have said at This top jaws too. It's got the best lines in um, movie history, I think. Oh yeah. So on the poster and the trailers, um, they like just when you thought it was safe to go back in the water.
0: Yeah, I remember. I know that. I know that line. That's pretty uh, good. It is pretty. Good. They got some good quotes. These films.
1: They do, and um, yeah. So then, uh, a few years after that, back again. Jaws back again.
0: Three. Uh, any good quotes from this one?
1: No, I don't think this is so quotable. Uh, like the most, like, the weirdest thing about this one, I think, is that Martin Brody's not in this one, but his two kids are. Right. So the younger one doesn't like the water. Okay. Um, the older one
0: is alright with it because they're working at um, like a Sea World. It's it's weird that he like he's okay with the water considering he you'd was think in... he'd be scarred. Yeah, you think he'd be incredibly scarred
1: if, if the first one didn't do it, and the second one. Yes. You think it'd be absolutely terrifying? To, uh, in a, um like a sea world type place where like a little shark um gets into like an open tank that I guess um kind of goes is linked to the sea. Right. Nice. Um, and they decide, wow, wouldn't it be awesome to have a great white shark in captivity? Okay. So um that shark doesn't do very well in captivity and dies. Yeah. It turns out that was only a baby shark, and mama shark is coming for um, revenge.
0: <laughs> she gets into the park as well. Okay, so the so the mama the mama shark gets into the park through the um, waterway that is connected to the tank. Yeah, something like that. Like, there's this like big like
1: lagoon, I guess that um, is kind of fenced off from the sea. Right. Um,
0: somehow the shark gets in okay so that's okay so fair enough right it's kind of kind of like it's connected to the sea um how is it going to kill people in the fish tank
1: well you know what people are like james they go diving and stuff they go and, d- <laughs> uh, yeah and it's obviously being SeaWorld world they do all these kind of shows so there's like this jet ski show where like almost like cheerleaders make like big pyramids and uh, okay. there's like um bumper boats which is like the water equivalent of bumper cars which is quite cool Right, yeah, that actually does sound pretty good. Yeah, so there's plenty of potential. And then, like the main attraction of this Sea World is called the Underwater Kingdom. Yeah. So it's like a big labyrinth of tunnels, I guess, through a load of tanks. A bit like uh, the London Aquarium. Yeah. But like a hundred times bigger. And you're you're just like walking through your tunnel, and there's like a thirty foot shark. Nice. And uh
0: But I'm assuming it can't eat you because you're in a tunnel.
1: No, yeah, but it can smash the glass up pretty well, I
0: think. And right. Okay. Damage, and um,
1: it definitely. Um, gets a few victims.
0: Okay, so how do they deal with this shark in the tank? You're going to ask that. I can't remember how they kill it. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, I can't. Kind of, maybe they just. You know, it's surviving in those
1: tanks, and they really yeah, want. The to just... thing about this is because it's a water park. There's um dolphins, and the dolphins are really helpful to the
0: um. Oh, yeah, um, of course they are. Good old dolphins. They give
1: um yeah give it, like, a, some warning and um some protection. Oh, it doesn't kill the dolphins, does it?
0: I don't think any dolphins died in the making of this movie. No. Oh, good, good, that's all right. But I mean, it's surely the fact that they wanted a great white shark in the tank and now they've got one, like just a grenade in his throat. Grenade, in his throat. <laughs> right. Amazing. Is it, is it one of the kids who throws this grenade?
1: No, it's um, it's like it's like this um, kind of wildlife hunter at the park, who, right? But who gets eaten, but he gets swallowed still with a grenade. Pulls the pin. Yeah, they manage to pull the pin and um, blow it up. Are these films actually any good? I quite like 2 and 3. Okay. I think Jaws 4 is one of the worst films ever made. Okay, so we're not going to talk about that one then. (laughs) We'll just mention it quickly, because this is where um, the mum comes back. Martin's dead now. Right. The mum comes back. Her younger son is now um, working for the Amity Police. He gets eaten really early on by another shark at Amity. Oh, God. So the older brother comes back um, to see his mum and they go off to the Bahamas together where
0: he's um, a marine biologist. Of course. Because after all this time being, like, assaulted by sharks, that's what you want to be doing, getting in the water. And you'll never
1: guess what turns up in the Bahamas.
0: I don't. I, I couldn't have a clue at all. <laughs> okay.
1: That's another great white shark. Oh, mom, my God. Man, convinced that... Um, it's the same shark from Amity that's followed them to the Bahamas. Oh, This is like a, is like a family curse, isn't it? it? That's exactly what she thinks, James. You could have written the movie. <laughs> um, um, but this shark gets um, impaled eventually.
0: Oh, excellent. And dies that way. So what we can learn from this is that it's not good to be a shark in a Jaws film. No. Because none of them make it out alive. That's true. History right. sure of most films featuring sharks. I think. Yeah, I haven't seen so I haven't seen really many other shark films. I saw Deep Blue Sea a little bit as a kid, and it absolutely scarred me, so I never went back to that one. I've heard The Shallows is quite good. Have you seen that? The Shallows, I um in preparation watched the
1: other night as well. Oh, excellent! I really like The Shallows. I think
0: there's an awful lot of
1: tension in The Shallows. I don't know whether it's just because I'm not as familiar with it, so Jaws doesn't have, I guess, the same tension anymore because like you know where stuff is going to happen. But yeah. I thought The
0: Shallows which was really, really tense. Um, I think maybe it's kind of a way it kind of, might be also like the perception of Sharp as well, because it's you know, obviously in Jaws it's just this big sort of monster, whereas I'm assuming in The Shallows it's a bit more kind of, I don't want to say subtle, but like it just, I don't know, I don't know what the word would be, but it's not a monster. It's like a dangerous animal. No, it's just the sharpness there, I guess. Isn't it? Kind of feel, maybe, does it feel more, I guess, more real in a way?
1: Yeah, I think it's. I think maybe because it's almost like one on one. Yeah. That makes it um, even scarier,
0: I think. So, for people who don't know anything about the shallows, what is the shallows?
1: So, um, there's a girl who goes to like a really secluded beach in Mexico. I guess like not many people know about it. She goes out to do some surfing. Um, always a bad idea. Always a bad idea. Don't
0: go surfing. Don't go surfing. Why would you go surfing? <laughs> asking for trouble
1: uh, yeah and she basically gets pinned down by the shark um there's a couple of other surfers who um don't do so well
0: so you say pinned down i i think from so from what i've seen of the trailer and like the movie poster she's stuck on like a buoy out in the yeah, middle she's of the ocean stuck on
1: like this little rocky outcrop i guess um but she's obviously only safe there till the tide well, I don't know which way it is, um, comes in or goes out, because um, eventually that would be underwater as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm
0: just guess- stuck there for like a day and a night, I think. So I'm guessing the it does feel like a more uh, a natural hunter hunted sort of thing because in Jaws, obviously, you know, if she was stuck on a boy, the shark would probably just eat her and the boy hole.
1: Yeah, she's just trying to survive, isn't she? Like, in Jaws, obviously, they are.
0: Just hunting it down. Gone out with the intent to yeah. kill a shark. They've gone out with some guns and some explosives and all yeah. that sort of stuff. She got nothing. She's, <laughs> she got nothing. So it, you'd say it's, so it's a good a good shark film because you kind of feel like I guess after Jaws you can't really do that again. You, like shark films seem a bit, like a shark film seems a bit cheesy these days. Like saying oh, I'm doing a shark film, you're like oh really? Yeah, because Deep Blue Sea is kind of like
1: batshit crazy um, scientist who is yeah. like. Injecting stuff into sharks or brains, isn't she? Or the brains yes. of sharks to um, um, research into Alzheimer's, I think. Just doing a quick Google sh- search, search. The sharks kind of gradually grow in intelligence and they, they've got that, that really cool kind of compound, um, mm. which the sharks kind of overrun eventually.
0: Yeah. So I'm just looking at shark films. i have just put shark movies into Google. So we've got things like the Meg, which is. I love the Meg. It's a terrible film. It's a terrible film, but the Meg is very funny. I love Jason Statham in yeah. it. Um, three-headed shark attack, shark nado, ghost shark, five-headed shark attack.
1: I feel like these are a lot of like um, sci-fi horror channels, like,
0: yeah. TV kind of um, asylum movies, attack of the Jurassic shark, Sharktopus, cage dive. They're all yeah, but, like, really good. One I think is Open Water. Have you seen that? I haven't seen that. No.
1: So that's all like real shark footage. It's um, so basically two divers go out in like a group um, and get left behind in the water. Right. Um, and they get surrounded oh. by sharks. No one notices they're missing for like a day or so. And um, yeah, they just...
0: So it, it does seem, just looking at looking through this absolute shit heap of movies, that you've got some great ones in there like you say the shallows is you say i haven't seen it but i've heard good things about it and you say it's a good film and um open water as well and jaws obviously and a couple of the jaws sequels but maybe not all of them but you know the rest of them are all just like yeah kind of b movies asylum films budget indie films that just look like absolute trash so i kind of feel like the shark movie genre's got maybe a bit of a bad name other than other than jaws but well, it's definitely like you said gone
1: crazy like the last I don't know whenever Sharknado came out yes, like 10, 10 years or so and like, you've got sharks fucking typhoons and all sorts of weird stuff and then like sharks versus octopuses and dinosaurs and all that
0: yeah di- dino shark taken seriously I don't think are they no Sharknado 3 oh hell no <laughs> amazing <laughs> But so in the shallows, obviously the idea of shark has changed a bit, you know, with popular culture and everyone kind of being more on the side of the shark these days. Do you think that that kind of comes across more? Like how? Like let's let's do quick spoilers. Like, do they kill the shark in this? She does kill the shark. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, the answer. Yeah. So um, maybe not so much. The shark just won't,
1: won't go away, won't leave her alone. And right. She manages to, um, she dives underwater and she finds like this, I don't even know what it is, but it's like this um, old bit of, I don't know, old bit of boat or old bit of diving equipment or something and it's got like all these like big metal like pronged spears and stuff sticking out of it. So she manages to kind of, God, oh, that was lucky. Kind like it. of hovers in front of it, waits for the shark to dive at her. Yep. Moves as quick as a cat out of the way and the shark impales itself um yeah on all these Oof. on all these um pointy spiky rusty metal bits of equipment And oh, lovely. that does the trick
0: well, I suppose in that circumstance you know it's one on one life or death sort of thing it kind of it, it may it definitely it would make sense you know if the shark was trying to kill me I would probably kill the shark <laughs> yeah but yeah, it does sound like it's not. It's kind of taken on board like different ideas. It's not the same sort of monster film that Jaws is. So I guess, I guess there is room out there for these films, but maybe I guess maybe you don't want too many of them. No, and I, I think like
1: it's probably like one of those things. Like every few years, someone want to just like be coming up with a new idea and being like, we could make a more serious attempt at a shark film again.
0: And then... Yeah, I said there's definitely so because obviously they're they're no that they're, they're dangerous animals and they can they're quite intimidating and people are quite scared of sharks so there is a fear factor in there that you can use to create tension and that the whole not being able to see them the water that is a very kind of creepy spooky sort of element to this idea of like you don't know what's gonna happen
1: the shallows and open water both do really well again there's like there's so many shots where like the camera is just above the water so you just got like the floating head almost and that like yeah. have obviously got no idea
0: what's what's coming at you what's underneath you might have to. I might actually give this one a go because it does sound good, and it's Yeah, it's good to hear that. Like the shark genre is still alive and not entirely shit. Right. Okay. So yeah.
1: Shark trivia
0: for us. Shark shark trivia. Right. Okay. So I've, I've 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 um I've listed off a few that I had list I had down here already. So we'll we'll see what we've got. So the, my favorite one, my absolute favorite one of all these, is, is that apparently before they started building Bruce, the um there was three. Uh, electronic mechanical sharks that they used to film Jaws. Before that, the producers tried to work out a way to train a real shark to do the shots. Like, that is absolute Hollywood craziness at its finest. Like, Obviously, it, it' more impressive that they've got a movie made at all really with I, that kind of thinking, absolutely you? absolutely incredible like, it's like like obviously like in the film like in the f- movies they used to train lions and elephants and monkeys and everything so they the have on oh we can train yeah, a lion yes. let's train a great white shark Unbelievable, but uh, I guess in the end maybe you know, they just couldn't do it well, I, don't, I, I assume they didn't even try I assume they went to like people and, like can we train this great white shark and they were like no, no, you can't. No, not a chance. It's like trying to train an alligator, isn't it? It's not going to work. Um, then the next piece I've got is, I've got Hooper died in the original script, we'll cover that. Uh, Spielberg, this is really interesting to me, I like, because you always, when you think Jaws, you think Steven Spielberg, you think like, it's it's one of his crowning yeah. glory, it's his movie, but he wasn't the original director assigned to this film. No, he was not. I don't know who it was. I mean, I should know, but I don't. Like my research was all right, He's but not someone who like rose to prominence or anything. Who or like a big name or anything? No, absolutely not. So, Steven Spielberg came on and made this his own, and he made this his film that is remembered through generations. But Jaws is not his idea. It wasn't his film that he kept, like that he was pushing for. It's not like with Peter Jackson with Lord of the Rings, where he really, like ground up mm-hmm. building this. This is he came on as a director hired by a studio, which I think is really fascinating considering what it is. I also this is a kind of and then a, a little tidbit on the side. I love the fact that he was, I think he was twenty-seven when he did this. Yeah, insane. Which is absolutely incredible. Yeah, it's like that's to be twenty seven and doing this film that has lasted so long. And it wasn't even his first big film, I don't think, was it? It
1: wasn't his first film, but I think like his first I think he'd made a couple of like films that were like well regarded and well liked, but like this is on like a completely different level, like you said. It's probably his best film.
0: I would, I, like I, would film. I would say I'm, honestly I'm not great on the Spielberg knowledge but it's probably yeah, it's probably my best the one that I know is being the best he may, there may be another one that I I know and love and don't actually realize he directed but yeah.
1: So quick side um side topic then I guess is like Jurassic Park
0: which is also a Spielberg film. Oh of course god wow what a muppet.
1: Yeah. Um, I saw it today like he kind of considered it a sequel to jaws which I don't really
0: um okay all right maybe maybe I don't agree with that
1: no I don't really see that either but I guess it's kind of like man against monster I
0: guess I suppose yeah there's there's some certain elements like we kind of said earlier on but yeah that's I wouldn't say it's a sequel it's it's, it's not got any of the same story beats or characters or you know setting or anything so yeah it, that is interesting though, like what's better, Jurassic Park or Jaws? I think that's definitely just gonna come down to personal preference more than anything because they're both fantastic films. Yeah, it's really hard choice. I'd go Jaws though, I think. I think I'd have to go Jurassic Park in honest, but we'll we'll save that for another day. Yeah, and then we have uh this is one um you know, reminiscent of Apocalypse Now where they slaughtered that cow in real life on, on the uh on film for the footage. That shark that's hanging up is a real shark they killed and brought in. Yes, from Florida, I think. I that is absolutely savage. And again, you fucking would not get away with that now. But again, it's it, one of my um, favorite bits in the movie where he's like, "It's a tiger shark," and he goes, Whoa. He, "What?" As
1: if, as if he expects it to be like orange and black stripes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: just like his mind is blown. As as someone who is a is a big fan of the shark as a species, it kind of mires the film for me a bit. Same as a pocket now, when you know that they actually slaughtered a cow, but. You know, it's but you know it's a different era. Making that sort of that sort of thing, they they tried to make a shark in it. You know, Jaws. You know, Bruce look rubbery as hell. So I kind of understand the mentality behind it. But yeah, I,
1: I've got a question, kind of related to that. Then, based on your kind of shark slash whale fandom. Okay.
0: But yeah. By the way, for I, I love sharks and whales and all that sort of shit.
1: Go on. So the boat they go out on is called the Orca. Yes. Which is the only predator that can take down a great white?
0: Exactly. Yes, it's a, it's absolutely, it's a great little, a great little moment. I was, I said to my partner yesterday, we were watching. I was like, "Do you know why it's called the orca?" And she's like, "Yeah." Don't talk in the movie, James. Don't talk in the movie. <laughs> no, she, she was, she was. Um, as we, as I said, not everyone's a fan of this film, and she's definitely not one of them. So I think she was quite glad for the, uh, the sidebar. Wait. But yes, that is the. I assume, I don't actually check up on this, but I assume that's the reason it's called the Orca, because it's the shark hunter. Yeah, that's really cool. I didn't know that until I today. I thought that's really cool. Excellent, a little bit. A little bit of added trivia there. That's not on my list. Then uh, the last bit I've got, because the other ones have been covered, was that uh, Robert Shaw, apparently after this, he was in a lot of debt and with a tax man. So he just fled the country after he got paid for this film. Yeah, he died, not that. Like- yeah. After, I don't think. Well, you said he was. You said he was forty-eight when he filmed this, and he it's died when he, like he was. And he died when he was fifty-one. Yeah. So he did not make it long after this film. But yeah, he fled the country to escape the IRS, which is quite brilliant. He's um. He very much seems like he might have like. Because obviously, you also said that he, when he was doing the original speech for the Indianapolis, he got drunk to do it. So yeah, he definitely had like a drink problem. So something. maybe he was channeling a bit of Quint, or maybe some of that crazy Quintness comes from Robert Shaw. I don't know much about him outside of this film, but, yeah, he seems a bit of a... like he was a bit of a character. Definitely.
1: So one of my favourite bits of trivia is the the famous Jaws theme. Yes. Only plays on the genuine attacks?
0: Yeah, I I do like that, yeah. So
1: the the fake-out with the cardboard fins has different music?
0: Yes. I also like the fact that apparently um, Spielberg, when he first heard it, he laughed and he was like, "Okay, what's the real thing? Yes which is right for him. which is amazing because yeah it just becomes this most iconic thing well probably probably the most iconic piece of um uh music in cinema maybe you've got like the star wars theme again john williams but there's very few that um can match the dana dana of jaws mm. and the idea that he just heard it he was like nah what is this yeah
1: that's a, another thing like there's that obviously that connection between Spielberg and George Lucas and John Williams and that yeah. Jaws was like the highest gross in film. Um, for like two years, I think until Star Wars came out. Yeah. They all have the,
0: uh, the little camaraderie between all of them, which is quite cool. I like the, uh, it's uh, obviously nothing to do with Jaws. but was the whole thing. of didn't they, um, was it, what movie, What which movies were the Indiana Jones team as well? Yes. The Indiana Jones team. Yeah. Do you know, do you know this thing, which, um, they agreed it was Spielberg and, uh, Lucas, they agreed like one of them would get a cut of the net profit of one film, one would get the profit of the other, and George and Lucas offered up Star Wars to Spielberg. I don't know what Spielberg offered in return, but obviously, the Spielberg made a shitload of money off Star Wars. Yeah, good for him. I, don't, I can't remember what the other one was, um, but yeah, <laughs> what a deal! It was nowhere near. It was nowhere near the um, Star Wars, but again, I guess nothing is. Have you got any other trivia for us?
1: The only other thing, like in terms of like the other shark films that I really like, is I. Oh, In open water, the two characters have the surnames of the first two victims in Jaws, which I think is a really kind of nice touch. A little
0: nod, a little bit of an easter egg. Yeah. Because no one one who doesn't know is going to get that. That's that's such an obscure reference. But if you do get it, you're like... Nice little nod, yeah.
1: It's yeah, like the the two names in Jaws must only be mentioned. once, probably like, like split second
0: passing. Yeah, absolutely. You never you remember. I bet, you know, I'm terrible with names. I barely remember the main characters. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to tell you the name of the mayor. Do you want me to? Yeah, go on then.
1: Yeah, his name's Larry Vaughan.
0: Larry Vaughan, nice. Nice. Yeah, I would never have, never would. Have, like, you could have gone a to my head and told me to say the name of the mayor. I watched it two days ago. Could not tell you, so... The fact that they're naming these after the two first victims, not a chance in hell that many people are going to notice that, but...
1: They're a really nice tribute, I think.
0: Yeah. Cool, so I think that's pretty much everything ever anyone could ever talk about, Jaws. I think we've covered everything. Nothing else we say. Nothing else we can say here. Alright, I'll close that off then. All right, um, yeah, cheers everyone for listening. Uh, you can subscribe on the website, I think. Um, I'm not very good at asking people to do stuff so yeah just like if you liked it you know give us a review or you know you don't have to though but i just hope you enjoyed the show and if there are any things that um we got wrong any trivia that or anything else you want to add you know you can always um there's a comment thread on the uh on the post for this so you can always come and join the conversation if you want or you can just add us on uh twitter or facebook and tell us exactly what got wrong right uh thanks everyone bye